It is so good to be back in the house of the Lord to be celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. We certainly have so much to celebrate. You know, I think that we come here at a time, of course, a pinnacle, if you will, of our Christmas season. And it's important for us to look and say, what are we searching for? What are we searching for as we come to worship the newborn king? You know, you can tell a lot about a person and the things they search for. Just ask companies like Amazon, Google, and Facebook, right? They'll sell your data for a whole lot of money because it's very valuable to them to help you sell new, new things. And I was looking at one of the things I think is interesting at this year is to look back and see uh, what people search for. Uh, Google puts out this data. In fact, I read they give specific data to locations. And uh, I read the, uh, the most popular recipe searched for in Cincinnati. Does anybody have any guess, 2022, the most popular recipe searched for in our city? Loaded tater tots. <laughs> That's our thing. <laughs> we take Napoleon Dynamite to like a whole nother level here, right? We're stepping it up. We like our tater tots loaded, apparently. Well, what, you know, the funny thing, of course, about searching is, you know, we tend to search very basic, simple terms, right? And we've got a little video clip that asks the question, you know, what, what, if, uh, what if there was like a Christmas search engine in a human being? Let's check this out real quick. Hey. Welcome. I'm the Christmas search engine, and I can help you find anything related to DIY Christmas decorations. Oh, okay. Um, let's jump right in. Here we go. <laughs> what date Christmas this year? Uh, December 25th. What date Christmas next year? December 25th. Song that goes. I think I know what you're looking for. How cook ham? Okay. How cook ham fast? Uh... Oh, ham flamethrower recipe. Wait, what? Christmas present mom. Nice. Cheap. Nice. What day Christmas 2035? Are you serious? Is Santa Claus real? Uh, you should maybe ask your parents about that. Gift wrap bowling ball. Please be careful. Custom dog Christmas. Sorry, what? Christmas dog custom cute. Oh, you mean costume? Christmas dog costume cute! Gift wrap accordion. Uh, that's gonna be tricky. Can I drink expired eggnog? No. What happens if drink expired eggnog? Why'd you even ask me in the first place? Dealing with relatives. Okay. Dealing with nosy relatives. Oh, uh, well. Dealing with my nosy overbearing relatives who won't stay out of my business. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's pretty much all the same stuff. Gift wrap a saddle. Who are you buying this stuff for? Santa Claus riding a unicorn. Santa Claus riding a unicorn socks. Is that a thing? Search it up. Oh wow, here they are. Take my money. Norwegian tree skirts. How many lights, one outlet? Elf pajamas. Dog singing Christmas carols. <sighs> Hello. What is Christmas really about? <laughs> I've got just the thing. An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife 
because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. So, Jesus? Jesus. May I? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Huh. How fix burnt ham? Okay. You know what? Forget it. Pizza delivery Christmas Eve. No problem. A lot of things you could be searching for. But in all seriousness, the Bible says that if we seek the Lord, that we will find him. That we will be found by him. And I challenge you this morning, what are, what are you searching for? As, as you seek Jesus this Christmas, what are you searching for? What are you searching for in your life? I mean, we're all searching for things. We're all pursuing things. Maybe I could ask it this way. If you get to the top of the ladder that you're climbing, where will you be? Because everybody's climbing a ladder of some sorts. I mean, we talk about corporate ladders. That's a real thing. Uh, we, there, but there's other things beyond that. The way that you spend your time, the way that you invest your energy, the way you invest this, this one life that you get. We spend a lot of time pursuing this, that, and the other thing that, quite frankly, most of them won't be around throughout all of eternity. And that doesn't mean that those are all terrible things. But when we seek the Lord, we find Him. And I believe that, that here at Christmas, it's a special opportunity for us to seek Him, to know Him. We've been talking about that in this series, an, altogether, an almost Christmas. And we've been, been challenging you to have an altogether Christmas. One that understands exactly what she was searching for there. That it's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Yesterday was a great Christmas Eve. We had a whole lot of people and a whole lot of services and an awesome opportunity to worship the Lord. For me, a simple highlight came, came late in the evening. I went home. I was looking over a few things for today, and I saw uh, an email that came in from someone who, who came to our, it was a, one of our services, I think our five o'clock in here yesterday, and he was a person, he said, uh, I haven't been to church in a long, long time, and, and I just want you to know, here's how the Lord met me. And he went on to explain all these details, and it just, it touched my heart, right? Because that's why we're here. It's why we're here. We want to be a place where folks can come and seek the Lord and truly find Him. And my prayer is that for you this morning, whether, whether you're online with us in the midst of just an awesome celebration at home, or maybe just some peace and quiet at home, or whether you're here in the, in the room with us worshiping Jesus, that, that as we seek God, that we would truly find Him. That in the midst of all the other things that we tend to seek here on this earth, that we would find that which really matters. And I'm not trying to put down all those other things. Please don't misunderstand. But I'm offering you a real relationship with the one who we celebrate. It's not just a story. It's not just decorations. It's not just some songs, many of which have been around for centuries. No, it's, it's, it's a real 
life-changing relationship with God. That's why we sing these same songs, because they've been changing lives for so long. And the truth is just as real today as it has ever been. We celebrate a real Jesus who actually left heaven, came down to this earth, who, who walked this earth, who gave his life for you and for me because that's how much our God loves us. That's how much he cares about us, that he would give his all for us. Listen to what was prophesied about Jesus. This is written hundreds of years before he was born, and it was written in a time where people were putting their trust in many things that couldn't save. The Israelites, uh, they, had, they had given themselves to the worship of idols. They had, they had tried to worship false gods along with the real God and put this together, and it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. They had been conquered by their enemies. They were, they were suffering in some captivity and fear about what their future would be. Isaiah writes this, chapter 9. Nevertheless, that time of darkness and despair will not go on forever. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who live in the land of a deep darkness, a light will shine. You will enlarge the nation of Israel, and its people will rejoice. They will rejoice before you as a people rejoice at the harvest, and like warriors dividing the plunder. For you will break the yoke of their slavery, and will lift a heavy burden from their shoulders. You will break the oppressor's rod, just as you did when you destroyed the armies of Midian. The boots of the warrior... The uniforms blood-stained with war will all be burned. There'll be fuel for the fire. Now, what on earth could make this possible? I mean, when you're writing to a nation of captives, a nation uh, who has suffered greatly because of their sin, but still they're going through difficult times, what incredibly powerful force could possibly bring this kind of freedom, could possibly bring this kind of light? I mean, just look at the obvious modern-day example of oppression, what, what Russia is doing to Ukraine, right? We say, what could possibly stop this atrocity? It's going to take one incredible, incredible, incredibly powerful force. Well, here's what Isaiah prophesies is going to bring this about. And it's different. It's different than what people expected. Verse 6, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. Really? <laughs> a child? A child's going to bring all that about? The birth of a child is going to bring about that world-transformative kind of thing that puts the end to this war. That, that How is this going to happen? How is this going to happen? Well, surely he's going to be mighty and powerful, and, and this is true. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called... Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. That's talking about the kingdom of God here. His rule, he will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all of eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord's armies will make this happen. This is our God. And it's incredible. There's, there's hope. 
there's power in this, this child that's going to be born, for he's going to usher in this kingdom, this, this powerful kingdom that's, that's forever. That's not temporal. You know, all, no matter what great nation there is, you don't have to study a lot of history to know that no matter how great the nation, at some point it's going to fall. It's going to struggle. What will this Jesus be like? Who will, this one who will bring about this incredible kingdom, what will he be like? Surely a man with that kind of resume will be a dominating force, right? Well, listen to how Isaiah describes him, chapter 42. Look at my servant, whom I strengthen. He's my chosen one who pleases me. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring justice to the nations. Here's how he does it. Verse 2, he will not shout or raise his voice in public. He will not crush the weakest reed or put out a flickering candle. He will bring justice to all who've been wronged. He will not falter or lose heart until justice prevails through all the earth. <laughs> Jesus is surprising. He is. I mean, when you hear about this great kingdom that's going to come, and then you hear it's going to be brought about by someone like that, maybe it surprises you. Maybe you've been surprised at how Jesus has shown up in your life this year. In fact, in just a few minutes, I'm going to end this sermon differently than how we usually do. Uh, what I'm going to do in a few minutes, I'm going to give you, I'm going to invite you to answer this simple question. How has Jesus shown up in your life this year? I'm going to give the opportunity to come forward and share some testimonies. I know nobody's planned this, nobody's prepared, nobody has any big speeches written, okay? So I'm just going to stand down front. And maybe Jesus has showed up in your life in a really simple way, and you're going to want to come forward and share two or three words. That's awesome. Praise God. Or maybe you've got a little longer story. In our last service, we had several people come and share testimonies like that. That just, they touched my heart of how Jesus is moving uh, please don't be intimidated by this. It's just simply sharing, here's what God's doing in my life. There's no right or wrong answers. But I believe there's power in it. Because I believe that Jesus shows up in all sorts of different ways. And I can stand here and tell you about it. We've been doing that throughout this series. But I love hearing ways that Jesus is actually doing that in our, in our lives, in our congregation. People had expectation of what it would look like when Jesus showed up. Surely someone who's going to bring this kind of, of kingdom, this kind of permanent kingdom, would be a, a loud and powerful kind of person, right? Nope, not at all. He will not shout or raise his voice in public. Remember, this is the same one who said, let the little children come to me. Don't hold them back because the kingdom of heaven is theirs. This is the one who said the, the last will be first and the first will be last, right? Remember last night we talked about how the good news was first proclaimed to the shepherds, lowly, simple people. This is the one who could have been born in a, in a beautiful palace in Rome, but instead he chose a stinky stable in Bethlehem. This is the one who could have lived with the whole world serving him, and yet he chose to be a servant of all. He chose to take that towel and basin 
to wash his disciples' feet. This is one who, when he began his ministry, was was tempted by the devil, right, with all these incredible things and all this power and standing and no. He chose to minister with 12 guys, disciples, who'd often let him down, disappoint him, fail him, and even betray him. Jesus isn't always what you, who you'd expect him to be. He's exactly who you need, though. You see, he comes in humility. He comes in love. He comes in power. He shows up in our life in so many different ways. And I believe, I believe that he wants to reveal himself in your life as well. That when we seek him, we find him. And whether today you're seeking him here in this church or you're, you're seeking him in the midst of a, a chaotic house of Christmas celebration and you've, you've turned this on for, to, to, to worship the Lord, that's whatever you're doing, I'm, I'm thankful that you've set aside this time to, to worship the Lord and to seek him. Jesus surprises us. Countless people, when he walked this earth, Countless people missed him because they missed the simple ways that he was changing the world. They missed the simple acts of love. They missed the power in dining with a a hated tax collector, healing a leper, showing love to those who were excluded by others. Friends, may we not miss Jesus, especially this Christmas. May we experience him as he came for us to experience. So I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to ask you that question, give you the chance to come forward and to share. How has Jesus shown up in your life this year? So come, Holy Spirit. Would you come and speak to us, speak through us? Would you just give us a few moments of of seeing how good you are? It may be really simple things that you've done in our lives, or maybe it's some things that have been big and impactful. Whatever it may be, Lord, we just, we worship you, God, because you are real, you are righteous, you are powerful. I thank you for how you have revealed yourself to us. I thank you for how you are changing lives. And I pray that you would continue to do that. For God, it is your power at work. It's not ours. It's not anything that we could ever say or do as individuals or as a church. Lord, it's just simply your power at work. So Lord, we love you. We thank you for how good you are. And we pray this all in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Would anybody like to be the first to come and just answer that simple question? How has Jesus, how has he shown up in your life this year? Thank you for Merry Christmas. The first one I say. So, some of you may know this, but back in 2019, I was diagnosed with cancer, 
and some of you have been joyfully walking with me through this whole thing, but I am grateful to say that in 2019 that happened and COVID happened and the world kind of like stopped. You all remember that. But Jesus met me. He met me when the world stopped. The world stopped for a minute that we had to just stop and be. And I'll tell you, that has been, despite having cancer, I've been healed and physically, mentally, spiritually, in so many ways that I can't, I'm just, who could say you could be glad to have cancer, but in some ways it really did heal me. It helped us. So fast forward three years and through different, I'm a nurse, some of you may know that, some of you may not, but fast forward through all that, I have the privilege now through several job changes that I can walk with other women going through breast cancer like myself. And so I have this small ministry despite I do get paid for my job to do that, but it's been such a blessing to me to be with other women as they're undergoing their journey of having cancer. So that's how Jesus has been with me. And so there's a song on the radio for some reason that's been on my heart. Um, not, don't forget the, I don't remember the artist, but it's, let me tell you about my Jesus. And so he meets you wherever you are in your process of life. He's met me in so many times in my life that he meets you right where you are. So thank you for giving me the opportunity, John, that I can tell you all, let me tell you about my Jesus. So Merry Christmas. Thank you for this, this church who has been loved and cared for us as we've gone through this whole thing, through the ups and downs. And I'm just grateful to be here. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Isn't God good? Isn't God good? Jesus, we give you thanks and praise for this testimony of healing. Well, we believe that you are the great physician, and we thank you. We thank you for the work that you are doing. Lord, I thank you for the, for the ways that you meet us in the most difficult, painful of times. Cancer in the midst of a pandemic. I, I don't know how it gets more scary than that. And yet, Lord, you are faithful. You are real. You are powerful. And I thank you even for a new ministry he launched, an opportunity to minister to other women going through this same difficult time. Lord, I pray for others in our midst who are watching online or who are here in person who are suffering from cancer, suffering with other physical ailments. Lord, we just speak healing, Lord, in Jesus' name. We believe in you, Lord. You are the great physician. And Lord, we thank you that you came to this earth even to conquer death. And Lord, even though sometimes our ultimate healing is in heaven, God, we give you praise for that. We give you praise that even the most scariest of things here on this earth, Lord, you've got us. You've got us. I give you thanks and praise. You are so good, God. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Are there others who'd like to share? How has Jesus showed up in your life? I can come to you. How about that? I just wanted to say that um, I have always had a lot of faith and I have felt the presence of God 
but since Bill has passed away, um, I am lonely at times. And the other night I was sitting, um, just thinking about things, and I was thinking, I'm just, I just there was somebody I could talk to that I didn't have to be strong for. And I felt God's presence so strongly. It was almost a physical presence. He, he was there. I could feel his arms around me. And I just wanted to share that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. God, we give you thanks and praise for how you are always here with us. We're never alone. And Lord, sometimes life is really lonely. When we lose wonderful folks like Bill. I know there are others here in this room and, and online who have, who have lost ones that we love so dearly, God. And I thank you, Jesus, for how you meet, meet us in the midst of that loss. And it doesn't mean that it's easy, Lord, but, but that we know that you are here that you are real. Lord, sometimes you even work miracles, like, like sensing that physical presence right here with us. God, I thank you so much. I praise you for, for how you have shown up here and how you continue to do that. Lord, I pray for every other person here who's, who's dealing with that loneliness. God, may they know that you are, well, or you are real and you are here. Lord, we love you and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Are there others? I can come to you. I'm out here now anyway. Jesus shows up in my life um, in the actions of my wife. She's a much better person than I am. And uh, my family's just so lucky to have her. Amen. Amen. What a blessing. And God, I just, I thank you so much for the gift of marriage that you have created, Lord. I thank you for the gift here of a, a, a wonderful wife, Lord, who, who you show yourself through, Lord. And I just, I praise you. And I pray for every marriage here in this room, Every, every married couple who's watching online, God, that you would show up in our marriages. That you would be real and that you would, you would draw us closer to one another and to you. Lord, marriage was your idea. You made it. And I thank you for what an act of grace that it can be. And Lord, I pray for every couple who may be struggling, Lord. Marriage is also really tough. And I pray for every couple who may be going through a difficult season. God, would you bring them, would you bring them healing? Would you help them to see hope? Maybe in places where they haven't seen hope, God. Lord, we give every marriage to you and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Sandy? Well, I was um, a little baby and about nine months old, and I had about 13 grandma seizures each month. And then one day I went to church with my father. The Lord started talking to me and saying, if you feed my poor, you're going to get healed. And I, they started dropping lower and lower each month, and I haven't had them for 25 years now. Mm. Wow, wow. <laughs> Amen. And, you know, we got to pray for you at our Sunday night service not too long ago, and God met you there, right? 
So Jesus, we just praise you. You are the great physician. I thank you for this testimony of healing. Uh, Lord, even in really difficult and sometimes just improbable situations, God, you show up and you show off. Your power is so awesome, God. And we give you thanks and praise that you are real, that you are the great physician. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Are there others? I just love Christmas so much. I've been praying for like a couple of months, like, Lord, don't let me miss Christmas. Don't let me miss it. And just been feeling the joy from him. And it wasn't until my family got together for Christmas that I, I saw the faith growing so much in my family that it was just like, wow, thank you, God. That's Christmas. Amen. Amen. God, we just give you thanks and praise for, for how we see faith developing in families, God. I thank you for how you can use our families to draw us closer to you. Lord, I pray just for every family represented here, Lord, that, that you would show up in our relationships with you, our relationships with one another, God, that as we draw closer to one another, that, that it would be by the power of your spirit. Lord, thanks for Christmas and time together as families. What a blessing. Lord, we love you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Are there others? We did not have church service. It was canceled. So I lived right at Eight Mile and Clough and decided to go to Anderson Hills Christian, and we grew up in Disciples of Christ. So I went there and no one was there and the door was locked. So I came here and um, I know people that go here and then my sister showed up. <laughs> so we're very blessed. Very. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. God, thanks for, you meet us in the, the serendipities of life like that, God. And, and we also just pause to thank you, God, for a place to worship. Lord, a country where we can freely worship. We do not take for granted the opportunity to gather together in a warm building on a weekend like this. God, you're good. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Are there others? Yes. I've come to realize that uh, our great friends are just like angels, and our angels are just like Jesus. We don't have to see them to believe in them and know that they're there for us. And I truly believe that. Just this last week, I was with a group of musicians performing right here in Cincinnati for a nice banquet when there was a big explosion and one entire room erupted into flames, a lot of smoke, and, and then the obvious sprinkler system. Most musicians immediately thought of the Beverly Hills all over again, and yet uh, through it all, um, all of our equipment, all of our music, all of ourselves, our instruments, we were able to salvage every single bit of it. And with every load that went out into the cars, I mean, we just grabbed stuff and heaved it into cars. And with every load, you could see all these musicians just turning their eyes upward and saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And um, 
Merry Christmas indeed. Wow, wow. Well, God, thank you for your protection. Lord, I thank you for protection for this band, Lord, and a very scary situation. I thank you that your angels are all around us. We've been aware of that as we've been driving the cars recently, God, that, that you are always there with us, keeping us safe in scary situations. God, we praise you and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Well, God, you are so good. Thank you for all these incredible ways that you have shown up and for all the others that we didn't have a chance to say. God, we just praise you for your presence in our lives, or your presence in our world, and for how good you are. Thank you for the chance to get to worship you on your birthday, Jesus. We love you. We pray this in your holy name. Amen.